Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. For me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. It's that time again. Happy Friday. It's Matt Connerton Unleashed, and we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester, streaming at WMNHradio.org and on the Facebook on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. And, of course, you can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, etc. Hello to our friends at Raw Talk Online and Tomorrow Radio. Today is Friday, October 15, 2021. And uh, I am not alone in the studio, my friends. First off, at the news desk, there he is. His name is Chris Poirier, and he is a comedian. How are you, sir? Good, good, good. Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. And that's not all. On the couch, we have another comedian, a Mike Millet. Is it Millet or Millet? Millet. It's Millet. 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 It's fine. I get that mistake all the time. <laughs> Mike Millet. Mike Millet is here with us. Uh, welcome. Thank you for having us. Yes, absolutely. No, I'm glad you're here. Uh, this will be uh, this will be a lot of fun. Uh, before we uh, go forth, I do want to remind everybody that we are proudly sponsored by the Hop Knot. And if you're watching online, you can see I've got my Hop Knot shirt in the Brady Sullivan at 1000 Elm Street. They have delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They have wine. They've got all kinds of events. They've got uh, every Thursday night, of course, Trivia Night, hosted by Bill Sini. Friday nights is live music. Uh, Kenny's got an event he's uh, speaking at, not at the Hop Knot, but uh, but elsewhere uh, in Manchester uh, tomorrow, actually. And uh, great food, great service, and a wonderful family that owns and operates it. And they're very... Um, uh, you know, they do a lot with local nonprofit organizations and working with other businesses, and uh, and they really contribute a lot to the community. Uh, other than just you know great food and and uh, and the craft beer, they're uh, such a wonderful uh, business to be associated with, and we are very honored and proud to have them as a sponsor. Uh, we're going to talk about some stuff, get to know these guys, uh, but before we do, let me give the number six zero three. 
603-250-6007. If you would like to join us on the phone, 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at MattConnerton.com. And of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. But the best thing to do is give us a call at 603-250-6007. And I do see in the Facebook live chat, Mike Pelapita from Queen City Cabinetry, another one of our great sponsors here at WMNH 95.3. Hello, Mike. The Honorable Heidi Hamer joins us. Jenny is in the chat and says, Shalom, peeps. Easy G, Eric Gagnon, our entertainment reporter, says, surprise, surprise, I am back better than ever. Uh, ben Dion also joins us. Ben, of course, host of the Weekly Dion here on WMNH. Chris Rose down in Massachusetts joins us. And uh, so I'm sure we'll have more people in the chat room as we go forth. But uh, gentlemen, welcome. And uh, Chris, uh, you know, you and Jenny had communicated online. And um, now tell us about uh, what you do in, in the, the world of comedy. Well, I've just started into the uh, stand-up comedy, but I'm more of a... And like you, oh yeah, an on-the-spot comic. Yeah, I don't really put a lot of time into it. I just use my true life stories. Yeah, you know, because uh, I've done just about everything and figured out I'm not really good at anything but falling. <laughs> I'm a really good faller. All right, so I want to know more about that because um, uh, Mike was telling us um, you. Well, you had mentioned, too, when he wasn't in the room, you told me something. And then when you weren't in the room, he told me something about um, your physical condition. And do I understand correctly that your physical condition is such that you are able to uh, fall down onto hard surfaces and uh, not feel pain? Is that correct? Yeah, it's, it's called CIPA, Congenitive Insensitivity to Pain Adrahosis. Most of us are dead by the time we're 40. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, it's not my fault. <laughs> wow, wow. But I have a great impersonation of Superman. You do? Yes. <laughs> Would you like to see it? Sure. Okay. Oh, we'll, God. We'll, we'll, we'll have to... Uh, I told you this would oh, happen. We'll, we'll, we'll have to describe this for those listening on radio. It's okay, a well, of the mind. I stand up. Uh-huh. And I go up, up, and away. Uh-huh. Oh, and, and you uh, fall on the floor. Wow. Well, that's, yeah, uh, that's... I really can't fly. Right. So it's... Uh, but I can ruin a relationship. Sure. So it's like Superman on a bad day. Yeah. Maybe he's feeling a little deflated. Maybe uh, uh, just doesn't quite have it. Yeah. All right. But it's not your fault what you have? Not my fault. Okay. Are you sure? Maybe. Well, you, you told me something earlier. I don't know. I don't know what's okay to repeat on the air. Is, is there anything you told me earlier that I shouldn't repeat on the air? No. Nope. Oh, okay. It's all good. Well, you used to... This particularly caught my ear because, you know, we have a friend, uh, EZG Eric Gagnon, who's uh, our entertainment reporter. He's also, um, I don't know if you've ever seen Eric, but he's big and muscly. Yep. And he, uh, because he uses anabolic steroids. And, and and you mentioned to me before the show that you have some history with that. that yes, I do. And, and I, I wonder if that contributed to your condition. Um, no, I was actually born with it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I was found out that... Um, I had issues when I was a small, small boy. I was on fire, and it was cool because everyone's saying, you're on fire, 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 fire. But they didn't mean it as a compliment. No, like, I thought like they you're did. On, you're on fire. Yeah. You, were, you were literally on fire and didn't yeah. know it. 
Yeah. I see. I see. So so what is this exactly then? So you don't you don't feel pain? Is it that you don't feel pain at all or you just don't feel pain at the level that other people do or yeah it's like that i uh i if i can focus on it i'll scream with pain but if i don't know about it interesting yeah wow um is that uh so obviously you have to be very mindful right because yes the purpose of pain is so that we know that we're harming ourselves, but you could, in theoretically, like you, you could be being cut by something yep. or, and, and not, and, and just not realize it. Yep. Quite recently I went for a physical and I had five hernias. Yeah. And I didn't know you could have more than three. And you had no idea? No idea until wow. the doctor touched me and I went, Ooh. Wow. It, yeah. That's amazing. I had five of them. Wow. A two hour in-house surgery ended up taking six. Jesus. Uh, by the way, uh, Melanie La Liberty from the great state of Vermont joins us in the chat and says, what the hell did I just tune into? <laughs> uh, I get that a lot. Crispy, Crispy, what about the time that you showed up at Strange Brew with a gaping wound on your forearm? Oh, uh, yeah. I got attacked by a police dog. Really? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I, well, this I, is, I, I sense there's a story here. <laughs> Nick, that kind of is. Um, uh, I think it smelt my sutures and was hungry because it was six weeks after my surgery. I was still all red and bloody and stuff. Oh. And uh, I tried to be, I always try to be funny. I always, yeah. always, always want to bring a smile to someone. Yeah, yeah. Even if it it cost me. Yeah. And uh I, I, I thought I had some camaraderie with my surgeon because we were about the same height and um, he was Asian and I said, you're not going to kung fu me, are you? And you should have seen what it looked like. <laughs> but yeah. he, it was great. Yeah, yeah. It was perfect. Oh. So, wow. But, I mean, have there been other situations that, I it, like, have you ever, uh, well, actually, we'll hold that thought. We'll have a call. I'm just, I'm fascinated by this. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Really all up in here. Oh, hey, what's up, uh, Dave? We're having, we're having some fun. We're, we're having some fun here today. It's a fun Friday. You got something fun for us? Well, I think it's fun, or at least it gets me all excited and inter interested in it, but I'm not sure everyone else would consider it fun. They might consider it scandalous. All right. Well, let, let's, uh, let, let's hear it, but we're, we're going to be, uh, we're, we're going to need to be a little expeditious, uh, with it today. I've got a couple of guests here and we're, we're talking some comedy. Oh, no problem. I'll call back a different day. This is fairly involved. Oh. But it, I'll, I'll summarize it for you. It involves an F a senior commissioner to the FCC influencing new hampshire news coverage oh. and i will explain i'll tell you more about it next call okay that sounds great i am very curious all right dave ridley thank you so much have a great weekend okay you too all right bye-bye that's uh dave ridley of the ridley report so has this been have you had a lot of, of situations over oh, the yeah. course of your life where yeah i i was delivering beer and i almost cut my finger right off oh my god because i was uh I was working a night shift too on some some of the job working on uh, airplane engines. Yeah, probably why all those planes fell out of the air back then. But <laughs> oh, oh, wow! I, I, uh, it's got to well, be some reason, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't me. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I was taking down a keg with one arm, and they weigh more than I do. Yeah, 
and I forgot to move my other hand, and it snapped right onto my middle finger, and my oh. finger was like oh, this, God. hanging from mm. a vein. Mm. The helper that I had fainted, and I felt pain that day. Oh, you did, yeah. 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 So much pain, I thought I pooped myself. So it's if it's severe enough, you feel yeah. it. So it's not as if you don't feel pain at all. But... And I still get hurt. Yeah, you yeah. know, when my friends started sticking forks in me until I was bleeding. Yeah, that's not cool. Well, that's just rude, really. Yeah. I, yeah. Wow. That's we have a cool. we have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, Matt. It's Gary. Hey, Gary. How are you, my friend? Good. Crispy. You don't remember me, do you? I don't recognize the voice. But he knows you. He called you crispy. Do you yep. remember, oh, no. Do you remember Amistake Beverages? I do, I do. And now I know you. <laughs> now you remember me. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm still short. <laughs> yeah. He's still alive. I am too. That's nice to know, man. I like Gary. He's yeah. good oh, people. Gary's a frequent... Yeah, long uh, time. Gary's, yeah. Gary's a frequent caller small, of the show. Small city. Hey, Gary, you ever going to come to an open mic? They're free. All the popcorn you can eat at Strange Brew. Uh, Yankee uh, Lanes. Oh, yeah. Yankee you can Lanes. go bowling at, yeah, after I'm or I'm before. I'm off the popcorn and stuff. But, you know. Well, you know, yeah. there's other reasons to go, not just the popcorn. I could. Well, Maddie could go. Maddie <laughs> could have my popcorn, so. I love popcorn. Actually, Me too. <laughs> yeah. oh, I do too. But yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, I, I've uh, yeah, long time, long time. Boy, it's yeah, nice man, we used to work you. together. Yeah. Oh no, kidding! I was the shortest beard delivery yeah. guy there ever was. Oh wow! Hi, huh, Gary. Yeah, he's a he's a great guy. We had some fun. Yeah, and we had a lot we of used, fun uh, working there. Remember, remember the uh, remember the drive up at Piermont? <laughs> I do. In the middle of a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah. And we came down a hill. <laughs> yeah. And then we watched the we watched the Budweiser guy come down sideways. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah, it was amazing. Oh, Everyone... that was a good day. That good. was a fun day. Yeah. Then we had to go back and deliver the beer. Uh, I had to pick up the beer with the Shaws up in uh, Plymouth because the guy was too lazy to come and get it. <laughs> oh wow. We have a, we even oh, we have a story time. about a driver going it's, under it's, a little bridge. It's great to hear that you're still alive, man. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, everyone thinks I'm dead. Even well, my you comic know, yeah, hadn't, hadn't seen you or heard from you around, you know, around the town and everything, you know. Yeah, I laid yeah, low. They let, they let me go because I was too old. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Aged out. Oh, yeah. Wow. Huh. You got to tell you got to tell Maddie some stories about the kids, the guys we used to work with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll let you guys go. I know you got a good show. Gary, it was Maddie's great hearing from you, man. He helped, he helped me through a lot of stuff, so... <laughs> If you if you want to know a little about it off you know off uh, off radio, Matty, I'll tell you because <laughs> him and him and Jenny's helped me a lot. So that's awesome. All right, Very good. All man, right. long time. It's great to hear you. And uh, I'll come up and uh, maybe sometime I'll come out and see you and uh, just heckle you and harass you. I, I mean, would love I mean, come that. You laugh, you know, have, do your show. I would love that guy. <laughs> Very good. Uh, All right, Gary. All right, hey, you take care. You too. Take right. care, Maddie. All love right. you. All right, we love you, Gary. Take and, care. And you gotta send. You gotta send my love to Jenny. Of always, good of course, people. of course. <laughs> always. All right. Take care, guys. Have right. a good show. Right. Bye, Bye, Gary. Bye, bye. Bye, Gary. Crispy. Oh. I love how I love just always. It's always something. There's always something. You walk around the yeah. corner. There's something related. I yeah. I have a couple inventions under my belt too. For real. Yeah. Yeah. What have you invented? Uh, the crispy snowboard trainer. Okay. 
It teaches anyone how to snowboard five to 15 minutes before first lesson or even before you go onto the snow. I was paid not to produce it. For real? For real. No kidding. Yep. Oh, wow. Can't, I don't think I can say much more than that. Okay. I, yeah. Not sure. Non-disclosure. Yeah. 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 Wow. But I'm going to show all my comedian friends this year how to snowboard. Oh. If they don't know. I look forward to when we go snowboarding, actually. I'm, I'm very it's, much looking forward to that, Chris It's so easy, okay? <laughs> it's toe in, heel out, and swoosh. <laughs> That's it. That's it. How easy is that? You're not going to get in trouble for revealing that, that it's that easy, are you? Don't care. <laughs> I could be dead tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> How, how tall are you, by the way? Well, I was 6'2", but I've had a great fall off a big wall. Yeah. Uh, now I'm about 5'2". Oh, okay. Yeah. In it's... my head, I'm 10 feet tall. I was. Uh, I used to be 5'11", and now I'm 5'10". Because we start shrinking yeah. around age 30. Absolutely. And if you do yeah. steroids, by the way, you shrink even more. Is that true, really? That yeah. is a fact. Because oh, wow. your innards actually mature a lot faster than your outers. Yeah. So if you're ugly on the outside, you're even uglier on the inside. Yeah, yeah. And I've become very passive over the years. I used to be a real, a real. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, does uh, is that part of why you got into comedy? Because because it helps you avoid being you know angry or. Yeah. Well, I used to hang out with some really great comedians. Most yeah. of them are dead now. But uh, Jamie Kayla came to Manchester because I asked him to. That's a familiar uh, name. He's the producer. Uh, well, I don't know about producer, but he's the main actor of uh, My Boys um, on Netflix. Okay, okay. Just got another deal from Netflix for his new uh, series. I forgot what it is. I think it's uh, Parents. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm only working with half a brain these days. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Well, how do you? So, how do you two guys know each other? How did did you end up working together in comedy? I actually met Crispy at comedy. It started like I met him at Strange Brew. He was like one of the first things I saw in oh, comedy. Things, <laughs> not people. Things. Right. Right. <laughs> Crispy, that's nicer than I call the rest of them, and you know I it. I know. <laughs> I know. I love you, man. He means your, your 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 act. Your act was one of the first you, things you, he saw. You, yeah. Your act was very impressionable because it was very crispy. Uh, there's no other way to describe it other than just using the name crispy. Yeah. But uh, no, his his act just stuck out when I first saw it. So that's I've been doing comedy. We've just seen each other doing comedy, and we just do comedy around the same locations, pretty much. Now, what, what do you what do you do uh, for uh, what what style of comedy do you do? I I've been told I do a lot of crowd work. Okay. I do a lot of crowd work. Uh, I always like to trick the crowd into saying things they shouldn't say. Yeah. That's always fun. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I I don't know if I I, I I'm bad at describing myself. Mm. If I was to describe myself, I'm a crowd work comic. But I feel like I don't know. I just try to relate to everybody. I try to. I like to get. The audience involved. Yeah, I want not like a huge back and forth, but like I don't know, just the energy of the. I like to uh, riff off the energy of a room. And that's like the the funnest part for me. I'm always fascinated by comedians who do that. I, I remember when I was a kid. Um, I remember watching uh, Howie Mandel. You know, mm -hmm. when when he was when that was the primary thing he was known for that and and saying elsewhere the television show he was on. Um, and, and just like his show was almost all improv and working mm. with the crowd. And, mm -hmm. and it just, whenever I see a comic do that, it, it, to me, it looks like, you know, I mean, I, I've never 
even attempted stand-up comedy. I don't have the skill set for it. I'm a musician, so I've been on stage playing mm -hmm. music, but I've never. But I've always been fascinated by stand-up comedy, and it just looks to me crowd work just looks so dangerous. Because it's one thing if you're just if you're on stage and you're doing your act, and you know there's always that risk you might get heckled, and then you got to deal with the heckler. But otherwise, you know you you know what you're doing. But if you're doing crowd work, you know anything could happen. I mean, I, I've gotten actually. I I'm, I'll always say this, and I I don't like hecklers. I I don't yeah. like hecklers. There's a difference between me going hey you and then engaging with you. Yeah. Versus a guy commenting on every joke you make. Right. Right. And. I, I don't know. I think I deal with hecklers pretty well. Very well. Uh, matter of fact, there's this guy named Josh Day um, that is a, like a local hero. Um, comes from Mass, I believe. Yeah, right? he's, he's down in Mass. He's got Middle East is opening back up. That's oh, another, sweet. another comedy spot every Tuesday in the Middle East in uh, oh. Boston. Oh, good. Yeah. Over I'm 30 not comedians. Well, wow. is that have you been there back yeah. since? Back since? Uh, no, but when before, I, did it, I before COVID, that place was packed. Oh yeah, it was part of the circuit. I mean, people would do like three open mics in one night. Yeah. What was what were the place? It was six hundred three Grill or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Middle East, and then there was a comedy studio. I yep. I, I can't remember the name. It's it's right in the uh, Central Square area of Boston. So but yeah, people would do all three mics in one night. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that and that was like a regular thing to do. Oh yep. wow! Oh wow! And that was a Tuesday, but Middle East is back, so that's awesome. That's sweet. I love, yeah, I love, I love seeing comedy come back. I love, yeah, I love seeing too. it. By the way, uh, Will Vegas is in the Facebook live nice. chat. Nice, I know and, Will. Uh, yep, he says, "Hey, crispy, hope all is well." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you're a legend around here. They call me the folklore and the legend at Strange Brew, and I keep saying I'm not dead yet, guys. Right, right. <laughs> well, you can be a living legend, like Bruno Sammartino, the living legend. There you yep. go. So, how do you describe your your comedy? Uh, uh, improv. Yeah. Is it all like you don't you don't plan anything? It's all is it all improv? You got. Uh, he's reaching into his bag. For those of you listening, he brought a big bag. A big bag of. This stuff usually helps me. Yeah. Um, a lot of times I don't know what's gonna come out of my mouth either. Yeah. Yeah. So I amuse myself as much as I hope I amuse the people who are watching yeah is it very physical a lot of times yeah um i do like hurting myself i think <laughs> <laughs> you do do some uh written stuff though a little bit yeah. like like the cobwebs joke is yeah. a, is a written joke and that joke's pretty funny yeah. we can't share that here because you nope. know we won't uh <laughs> or the duck joke or the see nope. you have written can't joke. Do the duck joke your written jokes yeah. are pretty good too that's all i'm saying don't knock your your written material your well, written material thank so. you very much but the duck joke uh, came from an uh, Instagram from Ellen DeGeneres when I was trying to save a gorilla. It's horrifying. That adds up. Yeah, I don't, uh, what? I can't <laughs> say anymore. Really? Okay. <laughs> uh, it's probably another joke that's not appropriate. Ah, uh, understood. Yep. Understood. All right. All right. Something you should save for your other show. Yes. But uh, Matt, <laughs> I'd like to present you oh. in the studio something if Ooh. I could. Oh, goodness. This is also something EZG does, and and he's, uh, as I said, an abuser of uh, steroids. Okay, what is this? This is a Trump $100 million bill. Wow. It's made out of gold. Ooh. It's indestructible. <laughs> it may be worth something someday. Wow. And here you are, my friend. Oh, this, this is wonderful. This you should is... be, he only gives this to people he likes. Oh, that's I, wonderful. I don't, wow. I don't even have one. Thank okay. You. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. The Just Because Deal.
Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. They said lowering drug prices was a fight we couldn't win. The big drug companies have billions of dollars and an army of lobbyists. But AARP stood with our 38 million members and forced the drug companies to lower drug prices. It's a victory for all Americans. But Big Pharma won't give up, so neither will AARP. Join our fight at aarp.org slash fierce defender. That's aarp.org slash fierce defender. A genuine, genuine Trump gold bill. <laughs> wow. That was the thing earlier that we, he was hiding, and I was like, oh, I don't want to spoil that. <laughs> right. I love wow. watching him give them away. It just is the funnest thing. Well, and, I, I figured it was either that or an honor, honorary degree to Trump University. You know, one, one, of, the, one of the two. Didn't but. they shut that down? Oh, yes. <laughs> we have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, Matt. It's Ron. Hey, Matt. And guests, by the way. Hey, Ron. Um, faces I haven't seen. So uh, even though I turned in late, could you reintroduce who's this? Oh, absolutely. Of course. So we have uh, Crispy, also known as uh, Chris Poirier over here. And uh, on the couch, we have Mike Millett. And they are comedians. Hello. Yes, yes. Thank you. And um, <laughs> I did hear the comedian part. And can I tell you something? This is who I, I, I like comedians. Uh, you know, there's always different ones that are great, but there's one that really, really sets is, is different than all other. And I don't know if you ever heard of him because I I've only heard his show once or twice. I think his name is either Josh Green or Josh Glue. Josh he has Day. Real palsy. Could it be Josh Day with a lot of hair? No, no, no. This is a young. This is a, the funny guy, young man. Um, he. He makes fun of his own cerebral palsy. He has, um, you know, oh. he can't keep his hand steady. Oh, I think it's oh. Josh Green. Oh, oh no, no, no! Uh, the one with scoliosis. Is that? <laughs> yeah, is is that the guy with the stage name Johnny Quivers? Jeez, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I think he has I, a uh, stage name called I Johnny Quivers. Him, I seen him on TV about three years ago. And is he a younger great. guy or an guy older guy? Handicap, but made the best of it, and he's so funny. It's crazy. I mean, oh. he talks about when he's on a airplane, he has to get the aisle seat because he's got that one hand that he just can't control. You know, otherwise he's beating up the guy next to him, and <laughs> just he's funny. You, I, I was hoping you knew if you if you didn't know who I'm talking about, then you know that takes all the wind out of my conversation. But uh, womp womp. <laughs> well, that's, that's all. all. That's all right, Ron. We still love you. Thanks for checking in, yeah. Ron. Thanks, Ron. Yeah. And uh, I heard you say that you invented something. You know, I won't get into it because it just takes too much time. But I went down that route once, and son of a gun, uh, this was in the 80s. I invested the money in that company, you know, invented the submission. And, and mm. they, I went through the whole nine yards, and it never went anywhere. You know, they said, yeah, it's cool. we'll, we'll take it to uh, trade shows. And, and that was the end of it. And about five years later, I got a check in the mail saying they were brought up on not guilty but for nefarious business, they kind of miss, they lead people on. But son of a gun, may God strike me dead. I got no reason to lie to you. This was in the early 80s. It was a um, ketchup bottle 
that that was um, had the flip top like you see today, so you could put it back in the refrigerator upside down and store it and this and that. And yeah, you know, hey, my mother even called me up one day. She says, "Ronnie, you won't believe what's on the store shelves." I was like, "Get out!" And I was like, "Yeah." I mean, I I had gone down that route trying to uh, patent that thing way back when in the eighties. So, so what? What was, happened? What took my money? What was the check for? Was it like a class action lawsuit against the company? Yes, correct. Right. Yeah, yeah. the check was only for like four or five hundred dollars. But I mean, I had spent. Lost. I think it was $4,000 at the yeah. time to try to get this thing going. And it's just, you know, they don't, huh. they don't mislead you, but they don't come right. They're not forthright with you and say that only like 1% uh, make it to market. And, you know, yeah. they mentioned. And know, there's something you can so, do. You know, that's the part they don't tell you. They say, oh, yeah, I think you got a good idea and this and that. And that's, a, you know, so. There's actually something you can do. It's called provisional patent. It costs about 150 bucks. You can go to Concord yourself and have a provisional patent done on your item. and But you have to do your, your own research as far as the patent search to make sure that there's not something out there that already exists. That's right. Because I also did the uh, invention submission thing, and I lost a lot of money on that, too. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's knockoffs. See, they... There's other companies that, you know, once they get in trouble, they just, they do the same thing. They just change their names. Yeah. I was actually on the American Inventor before it became um, the oh. Shark Tank. Oh, no kidding. For my crispy snowboard trainer. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, wow. Is that on YouTube? Like, can we can... Google this? Uh, no. I, I sold out. No. We, huh. we don't need to know what kind of money you got because that's none of our business. But do you regret selling out? Do you think you would have been better off, um, you know? It, bringing it to market? If 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 I had the resources to make what they made out of my invention, absolutely, I would have done it myself. Uh, they didn't pay you in uh, genuine Trump gold bills? No! <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of times, if you perform at a casino, they don't pay you in cash either. They give you casino credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that and, real? Yeah, and they give you so much credit, you're not going to... Don't forget about Bringers, Crispy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Bringers show. Bringers shows. Ah, oh, hate yeah. those. It, it's, I've it's... never done them myself, but they make no sense to me. What is that? Well, so, it's a gold mine for the for the For, for the, the business. Club. For the yeah. business. Basically, so say you want to perform at a venue. The venue will say, you can perform and we'll put you up for the night, but you have to bring X amount of people. Okay. Like So I'd be like, oh, yeah, I brought two friends who had to come to the show, and now you can open tonight. Oh, okay. Wow. Or oh, just get stage time. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Is. And they don't even pay you or anything like that. They're just like, wow. it's just the venue has enough like of a name, so they basically go, oh, yep. we have a name, but if you bring two people, we'll let you open. Okay, yep. gotcha. Yeah, wow. yeah, no kidding. Hey, real fast, and then I'll, I'll let you go. But I, when I'm bored, a lot of times I Google stuff just to see, you know, there's all kinds of crazy things. You look up anything about everything. So I'm looking up about Judge Judy one day. The people in the audience are all paid. They're all actors, not yep. actors. They're just uh, people off the streets. And she's not even, she may have been at one time, but right now she's not even a judge. She's just an arbitrator. And, all, and oh. it's, um, it, I think it's, it's common knowledge now. It's been out for a while that nobody loses on that show. Um, they'll, go, they'll go up to $5,000. Um, whether you, you win or lose your case, the network pays so it doesn't come out of your pocket. So you get a free air, your free air travel plus one person can go with you. 
the hotel, you're on the show, and win or lose, you uh, it doesn't cost you a dime. Well, that's how that's the people. All. Yeah, like when I was a kid, I remember I would watch the People's Court with Judge Wapner, and that's that's how that worked too. And and they yep. tell they, if you pay attention at the end of the show, there's a disclaimer that rolls. Yep. That, yeah, that tells you that. Yeah, yeah, that's so it's, fun. Yeah, it's I a, never knew it. Yeah, it's a no lose proposition to go on, even if you lose, you don't really have to pay anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yep. <laughs> all right, guys. I uh, I nice a pleasure to hear from you, talk with you briefly, and uh, have a nice day. And, you guys take care. All right, Ron. Have a good one, Ron. Thank you so much for the call. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ron is a, is a great guy. Last week, Ron got us a pizza for the other show that we do here on Fridays at WMNH, uh, 7.30 to 10 p.m. Retro Spectrum Radio with Paulie C. And that will be uh, on tonight live after Granite State of Mind, which is, of course, live from 6 to 7 p.m., hosted by the great Rob Azevedo. Also see uh, DJ Midas, John Midas Manning in the chat room. Midas hosts a great show here on WMNH called Late Night Delight, which airs every Saturday night from 12 midnight all the way to 4 a.m. with a replay on Sunday night. And uh, Melanie in the chat room says Josh Blue is the comedian that uh, that uh, Ron was referring to. Are you guys familiar with, with Josh Blue? I don't know Josh Blue. Okay. I recognize the name. Okay. All right. Uh, by the way, so where where do you get these uh, these uh, Trump gold, gold bills there, uh, Crispy? Well, I believe you can get them at um, Avenade Discount now in Hookset. Oh, you can get them at a discount store. <laughs> yeah. A million percent off? <laughs> I, I believe they were $5 at one time, and now they're going for 2 Oh, wow. I remember seeing uh, ads for those gold coins, those uh, commemorative gold. Uh, Trump gold coins. Yeah, they're not real gold, of course. Of course. (laughs) By the way, so if you don't mind me asking about this, you know, we're having fun, but uh, it is a political show. And you said something to me interesting before the show um, that that you were you were a Trump guy. I was. You you voted for Trump the first time around, but you but you declined. Uh, to uh, vote for him for a second term. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm just curious because I don't meet a lot of people who, most people I know who um, have been Trump supporters. They're, you know, they're all the way in forever. And uh, you changed your mind. We have, an, we have another listener. Actually, I think we have a couple of other listeners to the show who've told me that, you know, they, they did vote for him the first time, but declined to do it the, the second time. But I'm, I'm just curious, what, what uh, flipped it for you? Well, the minute... I I think I knew what he was all about after three weeks he was in it. And he was um, just so pungent and not caring what people thought. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I've run into a lot of haters when I was delivering beer. Yeah. And And some of these haters, they don't even know they're haters. You know, they're like down and out, living on the street, but they like beer. So I'm making a delivery and I come back in my truck and this person's trying to move a keg and, you know, they're having all they can. And I wasn't very nice. I would just get them off the truck. Yeah. I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> well, I was asking you about, I was, I was asking you about Trump and what, uh, what oh. changed your mind on him. Right. So what changed my mind with him was he wasn't involving the other party. Mm-hmm. Whatever his decision was, it was always right in his mind yeah and i went through a phase of thinking that i was always right in my mind and hindsight i am never right in my mind (laughs) wow (laughs) that wasn't even a joke (laughs) that's quite the uh that's quite the 180 from always to never (laughs) yeah i actually wanted bernie sanders oh no kidding yeah 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 um this time around or the first time 
Uh, all of the time. Yeah, yeah. You you, you like Bernie? Yeah, I got a great Bernie Sanders impersonation. Do you? Will I you do. do it for us? Sure. All right. He's got a prop for it, too, so you got to give him a second. Okay, so for those watching online, you can see. Uh... <laughs> women? Women don't want 80% of the dollar. They want the whole damn dollar. They deserve the dollar. And what's wrong with my teeth? Nancy... And me, we share a cup <laughs> for our tea. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what's wrong with my arms either, you know, but... And that's all I got. That's great. So for anyone listening, you've got to go online later and see the visual of that. that because the visual really is awesome. Wow. That was, that was something. Now, who's... The bush is coming back, you know. The what? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Wait, what did I? Who were you just now for a moment? Were you Boris Johnson? Who, who was that? I don't know. With that, who, who, who was that, Mike? Help me I out. Have no idea. I feel like I you're asking. This is literally what every open mic is: is you go to watch Crispy, yeah, and it's fun just not to understand. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think you need. To, I still need. Think you need to get mittens for that joke. Mm. Imagine the same joke, big blue pair of mittens. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. That'd be fun. Totally. Uh, Midas in the chat says what he lacks in accuracy, he makes up for with enthusiasm. That's kind of a Thank running you. joke because, uh, Gonzo who appears on the show, he does impressions and Gonzo is, uh, I always say about him, what he lacks in, uh, in accuracy, he makes up for with enthusiasm. Uh, Jenny said Bush, was that, was that su supposed, no, that didn't look like, was that, was that supposed to be uh, W with the, uh, the, with the wig? I also voted for George Bush and Cheney the first time too. Yeah. But uh, for anyone who doesn't believe that he stole the election, 9-11 helped them win. Oh, yeah. Without any shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Uh, Bush and Cheney did not win the popular vote or the electoral vote, but I believe it was Gore that conceded early because he was more concerned about the stress that America would have to go through. Yeah. And this Agent Orange guy, this second time... Yeah, I'm not. So are you, are you are you an independent? I get the impression. I am you're, now. You're, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me yeah. too. Me too. All right. <laughs> well, you know, independents make up 41 percent of the electorate. A lot of people it, don't realize it'll that. It'll probably be even more coming time the next election. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you, uh, so just the three weeks in, you were you were like, oh uh, yeah, no kidding. I wow. actually voted for him because I met him once. Oh. Yeah. And I, so I was a little bit biased. He yeah. made me laugh. Anyone who makes me laugh, they've contributed to a little bit more of a minute or two to my life. Oh, that's an interesting way to... to yeah, that makes sense. And that's why I love my comedian friends becoming my second family because they're always so positive and they make me laugh. We just showed Crispy how to put a calendar on his phone. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazed. Uh, still <laughs> like, amazed. Like we're a wizard. <laughs> yeah. Now it's, now, it's only been a few years, right, that you've been doing comedy? Yeah. And, and Mike, how long has it been for you? I'm, I'm, this spring will make year three. Okay. Oh, so you're like, pretty new at it yourself. Yeah. What what got you into it? Uh, honestly, I just, so I saw comedians that I don't care for anymore, but like I just, I saw comedy and I just, I've always been a person who's like talked to people. Yeah. Cause I growing up was like, oh yeah, talk to strangers. Cause that's how you find things out. Right. I moved, uh, I've moved 
my entire life I've moved 30 times. Really? Yeah. In how long? How old are you? 30. And you've moved 30 times? Yeah, my parents like getting married and divorced. Oh my god. A lot. For the same two parents? Not that... the back and forth, but like <laughs> oh, okay. oh ba 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 Really? Oh yeah. I lived with both sets of grandparents. I love them. It's 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 I don't oh, I'm not trying oh. to be like this is a bad thing. It's more of a I got to ha I feel like I got to have a unique experience. Yeah. That has allowed me to just be like, "Oh, look, people." And just I don't mind I'm used to changing environments, so like yeah, always new people, new faces. I'm I'm always I was that guy. I'm that annoying guy that you don't want to make eye contact with. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. this guy's gonna talk to me, and I don't want him to. That's me. I can relate to that because I'm an introvert. Yeah, which which sometimes surprises people because because people will be like, well, how can you be an introvert? You host a talk show and you talk to people, and it's like, yeah, but. I bet you turn off as soon as this is done. I'm very, uh, I, I tend to be pretty quiet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I can talk. I mean, obviously, you know, we were talking before the show. I'm, right, right. I'm I'm capable of, of having conversation. And it's not like I'm antisocial or anything. Mm -hmm. I'm actually a pretty nice guy. But mm -hmm. but I do tend to be, like, if I'm in a group of people, I'm I'm the quiet one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, trust me. Nobody's ever said, "Yeah, Matt Connerton is the life of the party." No, I tend to, I tend to go inside my mind, and I, I tend to be very quiet, even, even around people I know very well, you know. Mm. Um, but, um, but you know, I'm an introvert, but I have certain extrovert qualities, and I'm able to do something like a lot of introverts. Yeah. I'm able yeah. to do something like this and be very. See, the the funny thing is, and people are surprised when I tell them, but um, like I feel safest in any kind of performance situation so whether it's being in front of a microphone or or being on stage do you think it's because um it's like because of, of like being an introvert i'm an extrovert like 100 percent. yeah yeah you're you're right you're the guy i don't want to make eye contact with in public yeah that's me and, uh, and by the way we can sense you i don't know if you know this i do know this i know as an introvert i know okay there's someone in my vicinity i do not want to make eye contact two with. of my best friends are super my roommate's a big introvert i've known her for years good friend of mine yeah big introvert yeah don't know how we get along one of my best friends that i my working buddies we used to work at ups for like five like five years together and we were like ah we really hated ourselves back then <laughs> didn't we <laughs> the postal service oh my god crazy yeah. uh <laughs> fun fact i don't mind shitting on ups at oh, all oh oh oh, oh, oh. Sorry, we're on a delay. I caught it. <laughs> bop, bop, bop. I don't mind. Uh, you were saying you don't mind pooping on UPS. I don't yeah. mind pooping on okay. UPS a okay. little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the, so fun fact, the the Chelmsford hub yeah. is uh, anything that comes in and out of New England through UPS goes through that building. That building was built in the 1980s, originally built to process about 180,000 packages a shift. Yeah. And during the holiday season, which is not just December, it is November, December, January, and February because yeah. returns and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. We're processing like 480,000 packages a shift. Yeah. So you're putting four times the volume in a building oh. <laughs> that it's like physically designed to hold. Wow. And imagine a bunch of like conveyors like that go up to like 50 feet up above where you're working. And sometimes they overload and stuff falls off the side. It's just a big. Oh, yeah. It's a hot mess. <laughs> it's a hot mess. Yeah, Peter White uh, of the Morning Show with Peter White, and he's also the program director here. He used to, in fact, that's his uh, giant cardboard head in the corner. Um, ah, I see <laughs> that's, that. I was... That's that's his face. But uh, yeah, he worked at, at UPS at one time, um, long time ago. But uh, 
But you, you don't work there anymore, obviously. No, 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 no. <laughs> now I'm an RBT, really fancy. I, a registered behavior technician. I work okay. I work with kids with like autism and Down syndrome with extreme behaviors. That has to be extraordinarily challenging work. It's so fun. I love it. No, Mike. That's I, good. I literally, basically, I have a kid that I'm one-on-one uh, -on -one with, and I'm just there to make help my kid succeed. Yeah. And that's all it is. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, you have the right personality for it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my kid, like, my kid... Uh, speech issues uh beginning of his high school career now we're like two years into high school and he does the morning announcements every friday yeah with wow. like the pledge of allegiance an intro and outro and everything that he types he does like a weather report it's a whole thing everybody knows him and i make him like i help him navigate com this is the joke i have i help my kid navigate conversations that i can't even finish <laughs> <laughs> that's great wow good for you how yeah. long have you done that uh I've I've been two years at this uh, two years going at this company. This is my third school year with this company. Okay. So. Wow, that's amazing. It's it's I very much enjoy my job. Yeah. Very yeah. much enjoy my job, and then I enjoy doing. Actually, fun fact, and this is like there'll be more details when time comes out. But my school district has agreed to do a comedy show using their theater. Yeah. To raise money for the school district, and we're going to be doing that next fall. Oh, okay. Nice. So we oh. have that planned out, and I already have that booked out, and that'll be fun. Oh, very cool. Oh, yeah. Bill Douglas is going to be doing it. You know nice. Bill Douglas. He's I'm... a high school science teacher that does comedy. Yeah. Yep. So, like, why not book him for a high school charity show, you know? Perfect. Yeah. And then Tom Spawn. Yep. Then, who's fun. He's a nice, he's an up-and-coming comic. He gets booked at a lot of Chunkies. comedy clubs. Yep. Chunkies. Uh, Rob Steen books him a lot. Yep. Uh, And then just me in the front doing it, and I'm just... I, I I like it because I can use my comedy to even go further mm -hmm. with my job. Yeah. Like, I, I love comedy. I love my job. I like that I can, like, somehow combine those two worlds to make something help. That's really cool. And it's it's so positive. You know, that's amazing. The way dude. to be. That's that's absolutely. That's that's amazing. I'd rather be positive than negative. It's just yep. not worth my energy. Yep. Well, you know, that seems like a, a common thread between you guys. Maybe maybe, maybe that's why you get along because uh, I I feel like that's kind of the, the you know because some people you know they talk about comedy and it's like oh you know I I, I got into comedy to, to work out my bitterness and my issues and you know some people kind of approach not that there's anything wrong with no that. no no yeah but you're you're right there's and that's absolutely a, that's a huge and I'm not even like I definitely have done that before I think every comic has done that before it's a great way every to vent and every, not get arrested right oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. every com every comic at some point. If the if there are any comic that's been doing it for years, there's probably a good chance at some point they've indulged in that. For sure, sure, sure. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to say we're all past it, <laughs> <laughs> but are you ever really? <laughs> are you ever really? I'm not past anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't reach the height requirement. Uh, Forty-eight oh. inches, crispy. Forty-eight inches. Yeah. So you have you really moved thirty times? I'm yeah, so it's all it's that. all in New England though. So like, yeah. fun, fun, like the the crossroads for me is always Lowell, Massachusetts. Yeah, like so it'd be like Tingsboro, Lowell, Drakeit, Lowell, Nashua, Lowell, Lowell, Lowell. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just th that a lot in Wilmington. Wow. Uh, oh yeah, no, I've I've I I don't mind it because I feel like I've got to like see so much because of it yeah no that's good like as a kid i was definitely like spiteful and you know whiny mm -hmm. about it but mm -hmm. like i think i've just been like bah 
<laughs> Sometimes it works out. Like in my case, you know, both my parents split up when I was really young. I was like six or seven years old when they divorced. And then my mother mm-hmm. moved back to Chicago because that's where she was from originally and she was homesick. The just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Hi, I'm Frank. I don't like change. And I just saw a billboard for this new BJ's Wholesale Club talking about up to 25% off grocery store prices. Oh, really? What's wrong with paying full price, huh? No, sir. I would not join BJ's Wholesale Club. Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get a $40 digital BJ's gift card. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. But it, it was it worked out well because, you know, they both remarried. Mm-hmm. So I ended up with kind of a bigger family. And every summer I would get to spend, you know, my dad would bring me to Logan Airport, put me on a plane. And I'd spend the summers in Chicago with my mom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it kind of, if, if you're lucky, it, it, it can work out well, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can't imagine moving that much, though. Wow. It's funny because, like, so in my adult life, I don't know what it is. I feel like I just do this to myself, like, subconsciously. Because, like, in my adult life, like, I'm like, wait. Because, like, not all 30 of those were in, as a child. I've just averaged yeah. it out. Yeah. And, for, like, my goal is to, like, get a couple years ahead of the average. Yeah? I it was so close. <laughs> I was so close. I moved to Manchester, like, two years ago. And I lived there for, like, a year. And it was a great year. It was awesome. And then our landlord sold the place, so I had to move again. And I was like, ah. Yeah, I just set the timer again. I just reset it, so now I'm in Manchester still. But uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, I actually do. I do love Manchester, and honestly, New Hampshire comedy is like where I want to be and what I want to do. Well, that's interesting. So, is there? You know, I I, I talk to musicians about this a lot. You know, in music, I mean, there's so much incredible talent here mm-hmm. in the Granite State. But but uh, guys, talk to me about the the New Hampshire comedy scene because I feel like I'm kind of. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I know some comedians, but I'm, I, I feel very much. Uh, I, I'd say we're participants in it. Yeah, yeah. We're we're participants. I wouldn't say we're anything grander or anything like that. Uh, we are open micers. Okay. Uh, like um, in Port, uh, Portsmouth, you know the Roundabout Diner. Mm-hmm. The Roundabout Diner is a comedy club that I just started getting booked at. I do like a opening spot there, uh, like once a month, okay. uh, essentially. And that room is more over the comics that you see doing stadium shows or showing to like 400, 200 people, that's their open mic. They go there to do that open mic and I get to open to them. Okay. So I open for them and they do that where we're the mics that we're at. You can like pick a guy on the street and be like, you want to sign up and do this? And a guy can go, yes. Yeah. And they'll put them on stage. Yeah. Yeah. So where at roundabout is like, they, they won't do that. Okay. Roundabout. They won't be, I want to try. They'll be like, no. Well, same thing with Shaskeen. Yes, yeah, same with Shaskeen as well. Shaskeen's and that's all been going on room. for years. Well, it's kind of reset now with like with the new hierarchy of it because we now Geneva's running it instead of Nick Lavalley. Yep. It used to be just called the Shaskeen uh, Comedy Club, but yeah. or something like to that extent. They kept the name, 
but now it's the Ruby Room, Ruby. and that just got picked up by her. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it, it changed hands. I didn't know Nick wasn't, because I love Nick. Yeah, mm -hmm. he uh, he yep, moved on Nick to other things. I don't know good. exactly what he said. He's, he's a busy dude. He yeah. says he's still doing comedy. I've heard, I've, I don't know if I, it's just like, you know, I've heard people be like, oh, he's quitting comedy. I'm like, I don't think he is. Yeah, I think that's people just because people are spiteful in comedy. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> people are mean. Yeah, that's what I've always heard too. Not about not about New Hampshire, but just in general. Like I, because you know, I'll I'll watch uh, podcasts or I, li you know, I, I listen to Howard Stern sometimes on satellite radio in the car, and he interviews comics. And yeah, comics are always talking about how it, how cutthroat. Like you know, I come from the music industry, mm -hmm. which, which can be very competitive, but mm -hmm. there's also a lot of uh, camaraderie, but I get the impression with comics, it's like everybody's got their knives. I mean, obviously, you guys get along well, but yeah, here's what I think it is. And Crispy, correct me if I'm wrong. What I think it is the difference between like musicians and comics is musicians, you are a part of a group and mm -hmm. your group is doing a thing, yeah. So, like, you're competing. Like, let's, I'm just making up a fake number for right now, but let's say there's like you know, five bands in one town, how many comics are in Manchester, Crispy? <laughs> See that face? That's the perfect answer. Yeah. There's way more. There's like 20 of them, and it's just like ah. Yeah. So like it's just I don't know instead of being that. like a group working together and like sharing a stage together, it's mm -hmm. you going I want this spot. Yeah. And like if there's like 40, like because some of the lists in Boston can go as deep as like 40 comics. I've been up to here, a show up in here, Boston, 52 comics. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. And the, yep. And the, wow. Oh yeah. And that stuff will go forever. Yep. Uh, and then like, so like up in, up in New Hampshire where we got like Strange Brew is probably the biggest open mic we have in New Hampshire. I'd say so. Uh, they, before COVID, were getting lists as deep as like 27 comics like every week. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and with them coming back, we've, they've been averaging about like 17 to like 24 comics. Yeah. Oh, wow. But that's just like of recent because they just got back up the upstairs because staffing and a whole thing because they there's oh, yeah. an attic space at strange brew that's nobody seems to know oh. about did you know about it i had no clue yeah but you knew about strange brew right right, right. everybody's like that it's, i oh, even delivered the beer funny. for years and i didn't know there was oh. an upstairs yeah there's an attic place. if you go like right past the bathroom stairwell go up the stairs it's a whole bar and comedy room oh wow it's nice it's it's very nice if you guys ever want to go out to comedy and it's like for a free thing and you just want to see what local comedians are working on that's the room to go do it in. Oh yeah, we have a we have a call. We'll grab this. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Well, I hope someone in the studio has uh, Eric Bischoff's theme song penned up because Brandon from Portland is back. Brandon from Portland. <laughs> How are you? What's going on, Brandon from Portland? It's been a been a yeah, long I time. I, I haven't been able to uh, call in the past couple of weeks, but I've been wanting to, and uh, I haven't really captured. Uh, I haven't really been able to watch the show too much. Uh, how much Hopwood have we been seeing recently? A fair amount of Hopwood. You've been missing out on the Hopwood. It, it, oh. It's been at least once a week. There's been a lot of Hopwood you've, you, to, to catch up on. A lot of it, and and how is Hopwood? Hopwood is fantastic. Oh, I found the uh, Bischoff uh, theme here. <laughs> well, I, was, I was just thinking maybe top of the hour we can uh, get that going. You like that song? Uh, I'm back. Well, if you remember the first time uh, Eric Bischoff was on WWE, uh, he came out to Back in Black by ACDC, but, uh, but then they switched it up because that costs a lot of money. Wait, really? You didn't know that? I thought his first appearance was when uh, that segment on Raw where Vince made him general manager that is yes that is it 
And if you watch that on WWE Network, they probably took out the ACDC song and put in the song that they ended up using. But the very, I, I remember watching it live. The very first time he came out on Raw, they played Back in Black by ACDC. Wow. Which, I mean, that's the most macho song you could ever come out to. <laughs> Certainly is. What's more macho than being back? Back in Black. And, uh, well, uh, how is uh how is Matt? How's the show doing? Uh, the show's doing great. We got a couple uh, comedians here today in the house. We got uh, Crispy over here, Chris Poirier, and uh, Mike Millett. And uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been really good. How have you been? How's Portland? Oh, well, Portland is great. Uh, you know, I, I uh, serve coffees for a living, and uh, it's it's just great. Oh, good, good. Yeah, well, that's a big uh, big coffee place, Portland. Yeah. Uh, what about like, uh, instead of being like a group work? What about uh, New Hampshire? <laughs> well, you, well, you know, it's it's uh, New Hampshire. We have coffee here, right? I mean, I think I don't drink coffee. You guys, we have. Coffee I don't here, drink right? coffee now. Oh, Chris, we don't have Krispy Kreme donuts though. Yeah. Well, there is that. Yeah. So do you guys yeah. like uh, Dunk? Do you guys like Dunkin' Donuts in New Hampshire? That's what we have. I think everywhere oh, yeah. in New England likes Dunkin' Donuts. Oh yeah, you you can't uh, walk ten feet without walking into a Dunkin' Donuts. In, I was in uh, New I was in Maine the other day, and there was four like within ten minutes of each other. Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter where you are; they're just everywhere. Oh, they're everywhere. Yes. <laughs> and uh, does New Hampshire? How does New Hampshire like their coffee? Do they like it black or? If I drank coffee, I would drink it black. How about you guys? I, same. If I would drink it, it would be strictly for the caffeine, so just black. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm not a coffee drinker. If I was to oh. drink it. Stunts your growth. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all, so you're an ex-coffee drinker. Yeah. All, yeah. all three of us are not coffee drinkers. This yep. is very strange. You don't find that much. Yep. I'm so, big on so you Pepsi, wouldn't pound your coffee with sugar and cream Canadian style or uh, douse it in sprinkles American style? No, I mean that's that sounds like uh, basically drinking diabetes. Yeah, or jail. That's drink. basically all we serve is diabetes. Yeah, well, that's true. We are a, a nation of diabetics. We do love sugar. Yes. Yeah, do yes. we love our sugar? Well, if you think about it, when you're born, right out of the chute, all these people in your life who supposedly love you can't wait to get as much uh, <laughs> as sugar and uh, cholesterol in your system as possible. Yep. It makes us happy. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> yeah, fat's bad for you. Mm. <laughs> At least that was what it was. In the... <laughs> well, uh, thanks, guys, for uh, taking my call. I hope you guys play Eric Bischoff's song at the top of the hour. I'm going to, actually. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brandon, I'm from curious. Portland. Always, always nice to hear from right, you. I'll, I'll talk to you guys soon. Right, Bye, Brandon. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, that was our friend Brandon from Portland. Well, it is at the top of the hour, so we do need to take a break. You guys going to stick around? Yeah. I, yeah. Know, I know you might have to feed the meter, but we're having a lot of fun here today, so this is great. I am going to play that song. We'll take a break. We'll uh, play the song, show some love to our sponsors so we can pay the bills, and then we will be back with our number two, Matt Connerton Unleashed, coming up. Don't go away.
everybody. Welcome back. We are well into our number two numero dos of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. Streaming at WMNHradio.org and on the Facebook on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. And of course, you can go to my website, mattconnerton.com for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, etc., etc. Hello to our friends at Raw Talk Online and Tomorrow Radio. Today is Friday, October 15, 2021. Uh, I do want to remind you, of course, that we are proudly sponsored by The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan at 1000 Elm Street. They have delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They have live entertainment every Friday night. I'm not sure who's playing there tonight, but uh, Friday nights they have live music. Thursday nights they have uh, trivia hosted by the great Bill Cini. Always lots of great events going on. They do a lot in the community. Great food, great service, and a wonderful family that owns and operates it. And we're so honored and privileged to have them as a sponsor. Uh, we are joined in studio now at the news desk. Mike Millett has moved to the news desk. <laughs> and uh, Crispy, Chris Poirier is on the, uh, you got both mics over there. It's like you're in stereo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I think that's why we wanted to swap was just so you could do that. Oh, oh, I get it. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. Uh, Let's see. Oh, I want a message. So I think uh, Eric Pilcher is going to be calling in because he just met our friend Eric Pilcher from Iowa. He just met William Shatner, uh, who is, uh, and by the way, Captain Kirk, also from Iowa. As uh, if you've if you've ever watched uh, the original series of Star Trek, you you know that. But uh, yeah, so we've got a couple of uh, comedians here with us uh, today on the program. And if you would like to enter the discussion, 603-250-6007 is the number to call. It looked like uh, Charles Richardson from the Charles Richardson show in the chat room was saying he was having. Uh, trouble uh, calling earlier, but uh, the phone should be working fine, Charles, if you want to buzz in. I think Eric's going to be calling us. Uh, 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at mattconnerton.com. And of course, the best thing to do is give us a call at 603-250-6007. You can also interact and opine in the Facebook live chat as well. But uh, this might be Eric. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Good afternoon, Mr. Connerton. Hey, Eric, how are you? Uh, my feet are sore. My knees are sore. <laughs> I'm yeah. sore. Yes. But it was but it was worth it. All right. Well, tell us why. Where are you right, or what? Where were you uh, a few minutes ago? Perhaps I we am should at say. the Indiana Comic Convention in Indianapolis with my two dear cousins. Okay. And I just met Mr. William Shatner. Very nice. Very nice. Yes, he's been in the news a bit lately. Uh, you may have seen. Yes, he even had photos of him with the space shuttle. They were photoshopped, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> but he had those to sign. Oh, very cool, very cool. So this was uh, this is I'm a you know I'm actually surprised that he's doing an event like this right after uh, going to space uh, on uh, Blue Shepherd, but uh, but there he was. Huh? He looks he looks very very tired. Does he? Yeah, <laughs> it's been a big week for yes. him. Yes. Yeah, but. 
the one of the nicest men I have ever met in celebrity. Yeah, just awesome. How does he look? I mean, I, when I see him on television in these interviews or you know boarding a spaceship like he was the other day. He does not look on TV anyway, and I'm curious how what you thought in person. He does not look like I expect a 90-year-old man to look. He looks rough. <laughs> does he? <laughs> but 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 does he look like he a, looks 90? <laughs> does he in, in person? He does look 90. <laughs> you know why? I we will have a photo of him and I together soon, and yes. I will send it to you. And if you if you're inclined, you can throw it up on the Facebook page. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I would love to do that. Yeah. He does. He looks. Yes, he, look, is. he looks ninety. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say a day above. So. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Got that going for him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he's had some work done along the way. Um, you know, and he's got the, got the toupee happening, obviously, but, uh, so he does look 90 in person. That's interesting. Okay. Yes. He, well, I, I don't know how a 90 year old should look, so I'm no doctor. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I will do free breast exams if I need to. I, <laughs> well, well, I, hope, I, I hope you're, I hope that wasn't a shot at, uh, William Shatner's weight, especially after you just met no, him. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm purely a Woman examiner only. Okay. All right. That makes it that, better. Me oh, too. Well, well, that, me too. That, that might be a discussion for Matt Connor to unsheath, of course, the other show that I do. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so that's – now, what, did you have to wait in line a, a long time? I imagine it was quite a long oh, line. Oh, heavens, yes. I was in line from 2 o'clock until 5. Oh, Wow. That's a good three hours, yeah. Yeah, it was not fun. <laughs> my knee, I have no meniscus in either of my knees, <laughs> and both of my knees are killing me now. Yeah, but it was worth it. So worth it. I even got to have a brief conversation with him, which is very nice. rare at these things. Oh, I would imagine, yeah, because they want to keep the line moving. Um, no, that's very cool. Very cool. Awesome. You meet uh, you meet anybody so, else or? I met uh, Flash Gordon, okay. Sam T. Jones. Uh huh. Oh yeah, you sent, um, and, sent a picture. Yeah. And uh, my cousin met Murr from Impractical Jokers, and he oh. met pro wrestler Kevin Nash. Nice. Nice. All right. That's. Uh... That's so, awesome. Yes, we have had a great time here. We're going to be here a little bit longer because I have to wait to get my photo taken with him. And then we are going back to the hotel room to hang out, and we drive back home tomorrow, the six-and-a-half-hour journey. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, that's not too bad. I mean, it's not like gas is super expensive or anything. <laughs> oh no no not at all and it's not like we're driving a uh grand voyager van right <laughs> no but it's all worth it that's awesome eric i'm happy for you that's great yeah it, it was so great like there are people who have told me that william shatner is rude and and like are you sure you want to meet one of your heroes and i was like uh but I met him, and I don't regret a single second of it. Good. It was just everything I thought it would be. It was amazing. 
you know why I think Shatner gets a bad rap is is it seems like uh, a lot of people complain about him, but then if you actually uh, parse through it all, it's really just George Takei in all these different interviews that he's done over the years. So it begins to seem well, like wait, a lot I of think, people. I Sorry to cut you off. I think at this point he's just tired of the drama. Yeah. He doesn't want to address it. He doesn't want to deal with it. It's yeah. just like, look, I'm done. I don't want to have these conversations. Yeah, of course. Of course. I have seen or, or heard, I should say, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard it, his uh, sort of uh, confrontation that he had with George Takei on the Howard Stern show a few years ago. It's just. Well, and here's my thing is, you know, I don't. I, I don't get into that stuff. I mean, I'm a yeah. Shatner fan. I will always love Captain Kirk. Yeah. And if and if someone, yeah, I'll always love Captain Kirk. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Absolutely. And I, I mean, I I'm not a fan of George Takei. No. But, so, no. no sweat off my nose. I mean, but yeah, got my Rathacon movie poster signed <laughs> and nice. They have the Batmobile here from the 60s Batman series as well. That's awesome. Oh, no kidding. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Yeah, so we're, and they have life sized, uh, the Battle Cat that, uh, He Man rode on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's awesome. That people can sit on. So we're going to go sit on those and get our picture taken. Good. Excellent. Excellent. Well, it sounds like so, you're, you're having a great time. That's good. Yeah, there's a couple things we have left to do. I'm on the hunt for a uh, rare comic, Godzilla number one. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm on the hunt. I hope to find it. If I do not, it's still been a great trip. Absolutely. It sounds it. It sounds it. Well, good for you, my friend. I'm glad you uh, I'm glad yes. you called in. I'm glad you I'm glad you let me call in. Oh, of course. And I will go ahead and send those pictures to you. Yes, yes, and I'll share them out on the uh, Unleashed page. Absolutely. Sounds good. You guys have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, Thank Eric. You. Thanks for calling. Take care. No problem. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That was our friend Eric. P oh, I should have. I missed an opportunity. I should have told him to live long and prosper. Womp womp. <laughs> you know what I love about Captain Kirk? And I don't know if either of you are Trekkies. I'm I've a Trekkie. Seen, I've seen Trek episodes. I'm not a Trekkie, but I've watched them. Okay, so you might not know, but but uh, but but you'll know, uh, Crispy. Captain Kirk does not believe in the no-win scenario. Correct. That's right. There is no Kobayashi Maru. Nope. That's right. You're right. I didn't know that. There you go. Now you know. Now I do. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that's uh, that's great. I'm glad Eric's having a good time. Well, that does open up a line for you, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. And, gentlemen, I do want to make sure uh, one of the things, you know, it, it goes so fast. I, I don't want to run out of time. I want to make sure we talk about some of what you're doing uh, in the area locally as far as these shows, these open mics and any events that you, mm -hmm. that you have coming up. I want to make sure we get that in and... Uh, We'd uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, let people know where they can see you. Well, the 29th, we have a Halloween comedy show we're doing. Oh. Uh, Crispy's actually going to be doing a spot there. Woo! That'll be fun. Uh, cool. We got Crispy. We got Troy uh, Derbert. I you can't be looking at me. I know. <laughs> he doesn't tell me his last. I <laughs> Troy Burdett. Thank you. Uh, okay. Troy Burdett, Anthony Massa, uh, Will Podorf, and Jay DeMule. 
All uh, funny people. All perfect for like this type of show. Like uh, Jada Mule and Will um, Will Podorf are gonna do headlining set together, and they both do characters like all the time. Yeah. They used to actually run an open mic that I wish would come back. Yeah. Studio of Madness. That was. I was there once. Studio of Madness was so fun. They would uh, every time, every every week, they'd host as new characters yeah. every week, and they put the effort. It was so good. They worked really hard on that show. I I really miss that venue, but. I have them coming back, and basically they're going to be doing their duo set for that Halloween show on the 29th. Uh, that's at uh, Yankee Lane's Bowling Alley. Okay. Wh yeah. Where is that? Right across the street from the police station. Oh, okay. oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. Maple Street. Oh, very cool. Oh, yep. the stadium. Oh, the stadium, yep. Oh, right across okay. the street from the, uh, from the baseball stadium. stadium. Guilford okay, stadium. Yep. I know exactly where that is. All right, cool. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connors and Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, it's Charles. What's up? Hey, Charles Richardson from the Charles Richardson Show in the great state of Florida. How are you? Not too bad. Now, so I it, it learned out that uh, it, it turned out that uh, I was trying to call when somebody else was already on the phone, oh. which turned out to be the most boringest phone caller ever. <laughs> but uh, no, we love Brandon anyway, from Portland. Reach, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, Matt, your phone callers are a flip of the coin. Honest to God, <laughs> and I think at some point in time when. Because it sounds like things are ramping up. I think a board op is going to be in play. But it just sounds like one caller closes out the hour. And it was a, it, it was a good conversation with you guys, at the, with, the, with the comedians there, which, by the way, you, know, you, you guys have been great so far. And, Thank you. Uh, enjoyed listening to the show. Then you get this dummy calling about coffee. Oh, you don't really? you don't you don't like Brandon from? Do you have a do you have a bias against people from Portland? Oh, uh, coffee, Charles. No, I don't have a, <laughs> I, I don't have anything against. I have people who are boring, and honestly, I could go ahead, Matt. I could talk to you about coffee for forty five minutes too, but it's going to be the most boringest phone call ever. Right, but but Brandon, but, but Brandon's from Portland. There's a lot of coffee there. We did find out no no one in here drinks coffee, and that's a neat little fact. That's right. That, yeah, that, that that was a great fact that we found out in the first minute of the phone call, and that's how long it should have lasted. <laughs> um, but then this phone call before me, just before me, actually was interesting because we got to find out something about the Shat Man. That's right. So we found out that he's not much of a you know an a. Uh, he actually is a nice guy, and we obviously know that. He's 90 years old, and even though he may be a little bit uh, out of shape, he's still fit to go in space, apparently. Although, so, that's good. although Charles, I was a little disappointed. I mean, I'm glad Eric was honest with us, but I was a little disappointed to learn that uh, in person he does, in fact, uh, appear 90. I was hoping Eric was going to say, <laughs> no, he, he looks like he's only 85 or something. He's probably <laughs> taken the ginkgo biloba, but uh, yeah. maybe some I, human I, growth I, I, I hormone. Think I don't think Priceline pays him enough to get Botox. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that, that's just not happening. Is Priceline anyway, still around? The real, the real reason I was calling in the first place before these you know, up and down phone calls uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, was the, the, they meant, the, the two comedians out there, they had mentioned you know, about the, you know, it's a very cutthroat business and stuff like that. So yeah. I see a lot more musicians because they, 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 kind of made the comparison you being a musician and you being them being comics to you know how the how cutthroat the business is but i see more musicians coming together to collaborate on songs versus comedians teaming up to do a show together so my question to them is besides you know them knowing each other have you ever teamed up with comedians and how were they on the road oh so, so 
the road is kind of like we if if you heard earlier we're we're open micers we're we're like two three years into this each of our uh for each of us and we haven't really stemmed out of anything out of new england so for the road it's not really a thing for us but as far as comics i've worked with that have been all around that i've done it's just not i've not done road gigs uh, but there is a camaraderie be between uh, comedians. We have a great time together. Oh yeah, uh, I've I've uh, Tim Pitts came back from um, Texas mm -hmm. uh, just the other night, uh, along with um, a lot mm -hmm. of comics moved down to Texas. Yeah, really. Well, because you didn't have to wear masks. Oh, and that mm. means you could perform. Oh. So a lot of comedians no, like all the do no masks in here either. All the LA, mm. all the LA mm. comics that were out there when California tightened up, they all moved to Texas. Yeah, and then they took the scene with them. Oh, and then a bunch of comedians, and not just here, everywhere, decided like, oh, the scene just moved. This is my turn. I'm gonna go do it. And they all went down there to chase clout. Ah, oh, that never occurred to me. Huh. <laughs> so they go, that makes sense. But to go down there and do that, a bunch of them did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some comedians that went down there, I missed them. And some comedians <laughs> that went down there, I don't. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sweet. I miss them all. I heard one of them, their car's breaking down, and I'm like, ha, <laughs> 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 It's funny, when we see a comedian <laughs> pulled like, over... Oh yeah, no. I've helped. I've helped a comedian with a car, and I've also driven past one. So. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So, so basically, in, in your experience, it's basically a flip of the coin. Even if it's just yeah. in the New England area, it's kind of a flip of the coin whether you know you could vibe with another comedian and yeah, make stuff work. Because every comedian has like their own form. Like every comedian, what they try to do. At least this this is going to sound super pretentious. But every comedian, I feel like, is what their goal is, is to put a certain energy into a room mm -hmm. when they do that. So I feel like every comedian tries to carry that energy with around with them, yeah. if that makes sense. It does. So yeah. there's going to be people. It's just like anything else, any other job. You're going to find people you don't like or don't like working with, and that's just reality. Yeah. <laughs> and your taste may change as you get older. This is true. You know, I mean, yeah. I saw Benny Hill uh, when I was a kid when I wasn't supposed to be watching Benny Hill. <laughs> yeah. I still find it funny. There's there's comedians yeah. that I have uh, where it's like, oh, don't meet your heroes. I was hearing that. You don't want to meet Shatner and find out he's mean. There's comedians that I've just seen now, like, through the, like, just from a different framework mm -hmm. that I'm like, oh, I really don't like them anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't like that person. It's kind of icky. Yeah. It's kind of icky. Ah, uh, interesting. <laughs> You guys both mentioned that you did in you guys do improv comedy, right? He he does improv comedy more more than him. I I do run with a, a script, but I do lots of crowd work. I like crispy. If I like, if this, is this a reasonable portion? I'm like forty percent joke, sixty percent crowd work. What are you asking? Me, my you, my act. I, oh, because I can't I, I praise myself. Well, I think we all do. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, <laughs> but we shouldn't. <laughs> we shouldn't. Yeah. yeah, but we all do. Uh, well, but yeah, no, I, I'm less improv-y, I think. I, I, here's I, my final yeah. question. I'm gonna, I'll listen off the air, Matt. But a question to you guys. Can you describe a time where you completely bombed and how you reacted and how you handled it? You're going to bomb, Crispy, with Unisense. One, two, three. All the time. That was good time and crispy. <laughs> you looking at me? Oh, you were talking to me? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Both of you. I was both of you. Yo, uh, 
all it's bombing is like a hundred percent part of it. Like, yeah, I I want to say, I it builds character. The it more does. you bomb, the more you're ready to bomb and not care. It's not that you want to bomb. It's not wanting to bomb, but mm. bombing does help. Like, look at it this way. Like, if you're if this is a marble statue I'm making, you're chipping away at it. Right, right. It's part of the process. Yeah, it's just yeah. part of the process. You're like, gonna bomb a ton, and if you're not ready to bomb, as you go. Yeah, if you're not sure. if you're not gonna deal with bombing well, because there's people who don't deal with bombing well, mm. probably not for you. Yeah, Maybe. you have to accept that you're going to bomb. Makes sense. You don't have to be like, I love bombing, but yeah. as long as you have fun doing it, yes, nothing should matter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And eventually, it just it just it works out. It, things will click. Things will click for you, or it won't. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. So it, it takes a certain level of thick skin to, to pull that off. A hundred percent. I I definitely yeah. don't like comedians that can't take a joke. Right. <laughs> those are my those comedians that can't take a joke. I'm instantly turned off. Yeah. Or, or audiences that follow you outside because you offended them in something you said. If you come to a comedy show, please don't be offended. Right. Because I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth at any time. Well, right. <laughs> I will say this. A comedy show and an open mic are two different beasts. If you come to an open mic and somebody says something, an open mic, people are people are going to mistake, make mistakes. And mm -hmm. you have to, you're going to make mistakes. So you're going to say something yeah. that probably was off color or not appropriate or something like that. But you're, you then do it and go, oh, that didn't work. And then you learn. Yeah. So, like, at an open mic, people are taking risks and trying new things to try to bring humor to things that are dark to them. If that makes sense? Yeah. It does, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, at yeah. an open mic, it's, you'll, it's, you'll it's, see it's, anything. It's kind of like batting practice for a big ball game. Exactly. Yeah. Open mics are, yeah. are like that. A like show that. is more booked and in a more professional setting. That, the content of it, the people putting it together have a lot more control of what type of content they'll be producing and having at their shows. That's a different thing. If you right. get... If you get offended at a show, you are allowed to have an opinion. I still will respect your opinion, but I will still have my opinion. Right, right. At an open mm -hmm. mic, it's a lot harder for me. Like, unless, like, there's obviously big, you know, lines with big red tape. Mm -hmm. Like, do not do this. Yeah, yeah. I don't even have to say it on air. Don't do this. Right, right. <laughs> and you do that at an open mic, like... I won't. I won't name drop it. Crispy, you were talking about this guy. Off, no, off. no, no. We get. We get. We get. If there's, <laughs> if there's an obvious crowd, and you go ahead and but, yeah, you, you should know that you should know better. Yeah, yeah, there's the college kids love me. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, they're all back. Charles, we'll we'll. Uh... Hey, good good luck to you guys, and thanks for taking my call, Matt. Yeah. Any any time, Charles. You. Did you want to plug the uh, show before you go? Your show. Uh, yeah, Charles Richardson Show, 7 to 9 tonight, uh, Wednesdays and Fridays, IPMNation.com. Make sure you tune in. All right, Charles. Thank you so much for the call, my friend. Bye, Charles. Bye, Take Charles. Bye-bye. All right, Charles leaves us. And uh, Jenny was reminding me in the chat room, by the way, uh, it, before I, I want to get this in before we run out of time. Did you guys want to comment at all on uh, Dave Chappelle? I think he's great. Yeah. I don't pay enough. Uh, so, like, I'm all about New Hampshire comedy, so I, I like, purposely am ignorant of anything that's not relevant oh okay if it's not going to affect me like it's not it's not in my it's not in my my swimming pool why am i worrying about it yeah so you haven't you, you, as far as the, the controversy yeah right? all the controversy i i've just been like yeah but does it affect me gotcha and look at the controversy with um kathy griffin she's on a game show now that's that's like 
Yeah. Uh, she made it. That's what a comedy makes it. Look these, at Drew Carey. These, these <laughs> things do have a, a way of blowing over. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, Eric Street in the chat room is wondering if Brandon from Portland has ever been to the High Roller, the lobster place. <laughs> I want to go there. <laughs> See, some people like Brandon from Portland, uh, but uh, Charles... I didn't uh, mind Brandon. Charles, not so much. Wayne Noel joins us in the chat all the way from Michigan. Hello, Wayne. Uh, Braden Russell is in the chat. Hello. Uh, he says regular coffee is the way to go. Abigail Jem also joins us in the chat. Hello, Abigail. Uh, let's see. I just want to make sure we don't miss anybody in there. Uh, let's see. Uh, I do want to remind you, too, uh, tonight, uh, speaking of shows later tonight, uh, the Charles Richardson Show is on tonight online. Also tonight here uh, from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM, Retro Spectrum Radio with Paul E.C. And I have the honor and privilege of being one of Paul's co-hosts on that show, along with uh, Dan Randlett and DJ Steve. That starts tonight at 7.30. And there is a theme every week. And the theme on this week's show is Songs About Rain. So uh, hopefully it doesn't rain outside, but uh, 7.30 to 10 p.m. tonight, Retro Spectrum Radio with Paul E.C. And if you want to get in with a call before this show wraps up, we got a little bit of time left. You know, of course, we do have Granite State of Mind, hosted by Rob Azevedo, coming up at 6 p.m. So we'll be wrapping up soon, but 603-250-6007 is the number, 603-250-6007. Uh, Crispy, you were saying that the college kids love you? Yeah, the St. A's guy, uh, people. Yeah. They come into Strange Brew a lot. They love me. Yeah. All the backwards hats. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, how long, wh when you're on stage, like, how long is your act typically? Does it vary? Five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It it's, depends on the venue. Yeah. Yeah. Like at Strange Brew, the standard time is five minutes. And what you get is you, there's a little light you'll see in the background. You get a light at four minutes, letting you know you have a minute left. And then you get waved down repeatedly. Yeah. To get off at five. Why do do a lot of uh, comics go long? So like one comic that I was talking about that I won't name drop. He uh, literally at Strange Brew did 20 minutes. Oh, wow. It, it was, was getting painful. lighted. Like, so you've been in Strange Brew, right? Yes. So the, this is the downstairs. We don't have staffing for upstairs at this point. Yeah. So this is dur like during COVID still. Uh, downstairs, the entire bottom uh, first floor is like full of people. And it's harder doing an open mic down there. For, if Because when you're doing it there, it's not your own space. You're sharing space with people who just came in to go out and drink. Yeah. That didn't want to necessarily go out and watch a comedy show. Well, yeah. you're kind of. Or exactly, and and you're basically are you're arguing for their attention with other things that they came in to go do. Okay. So it's like, but we're upstairs in the attic. It's like if you come up there, don't don't. This is our space. Right. You're in our space. If you want to come up here, this is the rules. Yeah, yeah. But downstairs, literally no. So in a room where no one's paying attention or whatever, that like to anybody, and we all like you can get some parts of the room to pay attention, engage with you, and have a good time. It's not bad at that in that way. But this guy had literally the entire bar, <laughs> the entire bar, booing at him and chanting at him to get off. Yeah. They even, like, everyone started applauding, so they were louder than him, just so we couldn't hear him. Like oh, the wow. Literally the entire room, the, the, all, the, all the restaurant part of it, the people behind in the pool table, the people all wrapped around the bar, everyone's like, just get off the stage. Yeah. Would not get off, and all of his material was exceptionally profane oh wow so like it's a little bit like, toxic no like, kidding right? really bad yeah really it's like it's not even jokes there were no jokes wow no jokes. that sounds like a guy from new york city i know you, you ever hear of a guy named crazy joe 
No. Yeah, he just he does these uh, YouTube videos, and it's all just uh, a lot of hate, and you know he thinks he's a comedian, but yep. uh, but uh, yeah, maybe someday you'll uh, you'll uh, run across. Him. He sounds like <laughs> the same guy. This guy's like, I got YouTube and TikTok. Oh, it's so funny. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. that's uh, maybe it was crazy, Joe. Maybe he snuck up here and uh, maybe I didn't, he changed I didn't his name. It. Wouldn't maybe. be surprised. He actually he tried starting. He got with, banned by two open mics. Actually. He, got, he got banned. Oh, no, I, okay. I banned yeah. him first. <laughs> yeah, you did. I banned him because. Yeah. He did that at Strange Brew. Then he came to my mic, and I said, do not respect the light. I do yeah. not care. I will let you take your time up there, but respect the light. And he didn't, and then because he was last at that uh, at the night, he went up last, and he was like, oh, I'm last. I can do as long as I want. And, and I yeah. was like, no, that's not how it works. So he fought with me, and then I went, all right, you're banned for three weeks. Wow. I, I just like, you're banned for three weeks. Don't fight with me about this. What is, so why, so when he's doing his act and people are booing and, and people just want him to stop, is he just oblivious? Yep. That's what it seems like. Like, ah. Uh, so the, I, that's a very rare thing. That's not yeah, common. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh, you're going to get one of those at every mic. I've, in the three years of d doing this, I've only seen that seen someone like that once. Yeah. yeah once. Too. And he only, like, after three weeks of, of banning him, he never came back to comedy. I think he quit. Wow. Huh. That's wild. It's a neat little thing I can put on my list. <laughs> I made one quit. And, <laughs> and you if go. you like karaoke, you will love doing a little thing up there and making a stranger laugh. You oh, yeah. You yeah. may even get lucky. Oh wow! Oh yeah, no, <laughs> I, I I always encourage people to like at my at my open mic because I run an open mic every Wednesday at the bowling alley. Yeah, uh, everything every time we do there, I go bark at all the bowlers and be like, hey, if any of you guys want to try or come watch, it's totally fine. It's an open mic. Yeah, open invitation. Oh, very cool. So very good, very good. Well, uh, we are going to run out of time soon, guys. But I, I want to make sure we uh, touch back again on uh, on what you've got coming up. I know we. I know we started to, but I don't. I don't. I don't think everything got uh, quite mentioned. It was like right before the uh, before our last call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so October 29th, eight o'clock, uh, Maple Street, uh, Yankee Lanes. There is going to be a free comedy show there. Uh, we've been running a weekly comedy, a uh, monthly comedy show, the last Friday of the month, except for November and December. November and December because of the holidays. I have. November twenty sixth. November nineteenth is our next our the show for November, oh. and December seventeenth is our show uh, in December, and then we have October 29th coming up. Okay. We're actually booked uh, like uh, six months out. Wow! So we have like six months of comics. Yeah, ready oh. to go. And Crispy's on the October show because he's spooky. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's perfect. Will you be do doing something Halloween themed, uh, Crispy? Yeah, I believe I'll be going in character. I'm probably gonna go in uh, as Crispy Short Stockings, the pirate. <laughs> no kidding. All right. He has the hat. You saw the hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Do you? By, by the way, so Crispy, when when you go to do your show, do you have everything? I mean, I know you improvise, but do you kind of have an idea of what what you're going to be using for props, or, or is it really just all it's um, just all in the moment? I have some keepers that I like to use, like the Bernie Sanders. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Um, everyone seems to enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, I also have like these special uh, props that I've made myself. Your mom made that. Don't lie. No, no. It's uh. It's just in case the corona comes back. Yeah. And if I ever have to work the pole again, 
Yeah. <laughs> but I can't reach the pole. Sure, sure. I understand. <laughs> well, very good. Well, um, and anything we should know about uh, social media or websites or anything for you guys? Or Well, there's a uh, Comic-Con extravaganza... Uh, What's it's it? Comic-Con. It's in Boston. Uh, it's in, in November, the weekend right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, There's no. a comedy contest. A, bun it's in, a bunch of New England comics are applying for. Okay. We're both in it. It's, yep. it's going to be fun. Mona cool. Foggioni. Mona Foggioni. She does the, the brewery. Yeah, the Brickyard Brewery's got a show coming up. Yeah, she just did a charity show that that did very well, actually, for the charity there. Oh, wow. And for the NAMI, yep. um, National Association uh, Against Suicide. Yeah. Oh, oh cool. And that, yeah, yeah, so she's like a big person to watch out. If you see any shows by that she's producing or putting together, it's probably going to be a good show. Okay. Her yeah. and uh, Randy Williams, who runs in uh, in Hudson. London, no Derry. Oh, Derry. Yeah, he runs it in Derry. He runs it uh, <laughs> at like a recreational church place. It's kind of funny because people do comedy in a church. You guys it's, notice how high this couch is? Crispy, your legs are just short. Oh, okay, never mind. It is an awkward couch, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. Regardless of height, I hate that couch. We tried to uh, sell it at one point, but no one would buy it. All right. Well, guys, this has been wonderful. Crispy, Chris Poirier, wonderful to meet you. And, and uh, Mike Millett, thank you so much. This Thanks, has Matt. Been, this has been great. Uh, and if you miss any part of today's show, it will be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org and at my website, MattConnerton.com. If you are listening live at WMNH, uh, Granite State of Mind with Rob Azevedo. I saw him out in the hallway. Uh, he's going to be coming up uh, next. I don't know who his guest is this week, but... We're going to uh, start to wrap this up so we can do the handoff. And then make sure you're back tonight, 730, for Retro Spectrum Radio with Paul E.C., along with myself and Dan and DJ Steve. And uh, that's going to do it for us for now, guys. Thanks again. Thank you to everyone who called, everybody in the chat room. Uh, another great week here. And uh, we're going to uh, we'll, we'll hear this again. This is for, uh, this is for Brandon from Portland. Because I love you, Brandon, even if, uh, even if Charles doesn't. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk at y'all a little bit later. Bye, everybody. Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub. A modern shower conversion. A seamless new wall. All done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers. Delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter. 35 years of better bath remodels.